Yeah! Happy Comic Book Day and welcome back all you four color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie! I said Charlie! Happy Comic Book Day. Happy Comic Book Day to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like and or follow button and hit that comment section like it has a multi-million dollar price on its head. Ooh, Charlie, you Baba Yaga motherfucker. Just, just as your stellar, very, very nicely written intro would infer. Um, today we are all going over ooh, John Wick 4. Ergo the gussied up nature of our presentation. Charlie, I do gotta say, man, you look Let sharp as hell. Ooh, Charlie, that is some method bullshit. Unbelievable. Oh boy, boys and girls, I do Woo! not know if you have yet... Uh, have you, if you have yet answered the call uh, to go ahead and check out John Wick 4, but um, I'm not even going to bullshit, do it. Like, go do it. This this is likely going to be a pretty spoiler-heavy, at least tail end of the review. Would you say that's, a, that's appropriate, Chucky boy? I agree. Right now, I would mark this bitch at relatively spoiler-free. But we will let you know when we go, when we raise that alarm to red, we'll let you know. We're going to take it. We're going to take it easy, I guess, on you. But we're doing like, ooh, fucking lock and load. So Charlie and I, for anyone who is even remotely interested, Charlie and I took this occasion because we are both John Wick fans. Charlie is, Charlie, again, we use the term. It's appropriate. Charlie bows at the altar of Kanunu. Keanu Reeves himself, um, and I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I don't tithe or anything like that, but I'm a fan. But we both very much uh, enjoy the John Wick franchise, even now as we know that it is growing for certain. Um, but yeah, we wanted to make it a show. We saw this flick together in person, sitting next to each other. Even oh man, we split a bucket of popcorn. That's the level of commitment that we are at. Uh, Charlie, I'm going to speak for myself. I think I know your yeah. answer already. I loved it. I loved it. It was outstanding. Uh, and probably the best thing that I can say for it, it exceeded my very high expectations. What about you? I, uh, I Like you said, I, I am an, I'm a Kanunu worshiper. The man can do no you're, wrong. However... You're a Kanunu file? Which, exactly. What John Wick 4 did <laughs> that you can attest to... Is it set me... This is a three-hour movie. I would say after about two hours of pure excellence, my body couldn't contain the joyous giggles of a fully satiated man. My belly was filled with popcorn and soda, and I would see death and destruction that could only be described as top-tier art, and I couldn't help but go... I, I was vibrating with joy. This movie proves two things. One, it proves that there is another top contender in greatest series of all time. 
It must be included in the conversation. The second thing, John, this movie for me is the first movie in a franchise where there's a three-way tie for the best one. This isn't a Rocky situation where we're like, Rocky's the best, then you have your choice of Rocky 3 or 4. No, sir. Rocky 1, 2, and 4 are all arguably the best John Wick movie. It makes me so fucking happy that this Charlie, movie exists. all I can say is that it's a lucky thing that I do not currently have a 15 in the clip and one in the chamber because you just can't help yourself. Paul is checking in uh, over from YouTube with complete and total suspension of belief. I thoroughly enjoyed John Wick 4. Damn it, Paul. That is very, very well stated. And I agree with you. There are certain aspects of this movie, um, maybe not so much <laughs> as a, a superhero flick would require or like a meet cute uh, uh, you know, like work a day guy, guy and uh, too hot for him gal love story. Not quite that level of uh, suspension of disbelief, but there was some. But you know what? When I when I caught any flack, when I caught any kind of negative uh, reviews coming my way from John Wick, I was like this, Charlie. Did you see my pajama pants? Because I'm definitely wearing pajamas right now. For those of you who made the mistake of not watching this live. You just missed my brother shield himself <laughs> from nonsense reviews, utilizing his his uh, uh, punk ass free flak jacket right. suit coat. I am John is a bullet dapper motherfucker. Proof. Bulletproof. Charlie, this flick is negative review bulletproof. Nobody, and, and I'll be I'll be frank. I mean, it was a little jokey joke on my part because I wanted to do the move, but um. <laughs> I don't actively look for reviews of any kind, but sometimes, you know, like the last, uh, like the last chick at the bar at the at closing time, they sneak through the defenses. It happens. Uh, but Charlie, even, uh, even like, with a with a lackluster defense system in place, I have not caught anyone with anything bad to say about this flick. What I will say is this: before we get into any like real nitty gritty, franchises in general are pretty fucking lousy at setting up spin-offs. They're just yeah. like, no, here, come and take it. It's yeah. like um it's like you have a delicious dinner at a fine restaurant that you have come to grow and love with some regularity, and they give you a fucking dessert which has nothing to do with the meal that you just ate. You know, like pumpkin pie comes after Thanksgiving dinner. You don't go to a French restaurant and have duck Laurent and an amazing bottle of wine like Here's your pumpkin pie, you filthy animal. No, no, no. They need to caress you. They need to ease it in. Ease it in. But in this case, John Wick, oh boy, with those luscious locks and little gray at the temple, my man eased it in all the way, bro. I am so hyped. I am so hyped for these inevitable spinoffs. We might be getting two. Mm, delicious. I'm going to double down on your point, John. I hope we get 16. Cousin Paul over well, on the YouTube feed, you do. he brings up a, a, a wonderful point. He said he lost count of how many times John Wick gets hit by a car and keeps on fighting. Loved it. Nope, this, is the sort of, this is the sort of passion John Wick films uh, uh, bring about. You see something ridiculous and you go, yeah, John, let me put it to you like this. John Do Wick it, it has a hard time being compared 
to other film franchises. What it can be compared to, though, in my estimation, is this is a perfected version of a video game set of sequels. The problem with movies and video games is the first one sets the rules, and by the end of it, you're a badass. By the end of John Wick 1, the Baba Yaga with a hole in his belly got himself a new dog, stapled himself, and was like, I did it for you, honey. I miss you, Daisy. Then John Wick 2 is like, you're a little beat up, but shit's not over, bro. You're unretired, pimp. You're unretired, John. Get to work. And he said, all right. And what the newest movie does is the newest movie doesn't nerf John Wick at all. By the time you start John Wick 4, this motherfucker has proven proficiency in every weapon you could think of. He has a bulletproof suit, and he can drive... Fuck yeah, the pencil of doom. And he could drive any car better than any race car driver in the history of man. Where do you go from there? John, that's a great fucking question. Where you go from there is you triple up on everything. If in the last movie he got shot and stabbed two times, in this movie he got shot and stabbed 16 fucking times. This was three hours of a guy shrugging off... John Wick could beat the shit out of Rocky, Drago, Creed, Baby Creed, and us all in the movie theater without breaking a sweat. You you can't do like a Batman preparation situation here, but you do have to say... With a gun. Like, you've got to give my man a gun at least. No, I disagree. Because I feel with like... With a weapon. If any of those cats punched him... You know, honestly, with the fucking... With the corner of the ring post, he could do some damage. With the little hammer that you hit, hit the bell with to start and end rounds, he could do some damage with that. But John, uh, I wanted to say this, Charlie. Respectfully, Cousin Paul yes. brought up he gets hit by a lot of cars. Rocky ain't hit sure. with the strumpf of a car. No, but Drago might be... We got to go ahead. We have to translate the the uh the pounds to inches from the Russian. Um Touché. but no, in all in all sincerity, like this was one of those situations where you go into John Wick 4. I don't I, I would love to do a nationwide search and be like, "Who's the motherfucker who walked into a theater to see John Wick 4 with their giant tub of popcorn and little little slurpy action on the side?" And said, uh, uh, this is the first, uh, first John Wick. What happened in one through three? If you went to go catch this flick, you are well, well educated in the John Wick-isms, the John Wick activities. Um, so w- there is already a level of, of either love for the character or an aspect of like watching NASCAR. You're like, I'm, I'm just waiting for the wreck. Like, who's going to finally get this guy? It's got to happen eventually. And I know that there are those type of people out there. However, we we just came off of... We just really came off of uh, um, award season. For for movies and for shows and music. Everything, basically. Shockingly, I was nominated for nothing uh, this year. But we'll have to do better next year. Um, Charlie, I, I can say this with all sincerity fully straight face and prepare to back it up if somebody wants to come at me. They need to have an Oscar for for stunt choreography. Oh my god, yes. And you can you can make it kind of like an all inclusive like oh, this was a great car scene, this was an amazing shootout, this was an amazing fight sequence, whatever the case. That needs to happen because one of the things anyone who's even a semi-regular listener or viewer of this program 
uh, knows that one of my common uh, stand uh, talking points is that art is art is art, right? As much as love is love is love, art is art is art. I don't care what the fucking format is, but I'm also standing here telling you that type, that level of fight choreography is fucking art. That's as oh, much yeah. a choreographed artistic endeavor as any ballet that you're going to see out there as any musical that's making a huge comeback nowadays it is a fucking art form it's different it's on another level as multiple other art forms in that the other art forms you probably can't die if the art goes wrong so even more to the point this is the type of stuff that needs to be recognized on a much much higher level in addition to the cinematography, which was beautiful, in addition to the location selection, which was out of this world, like blew my mind. I walked out of that flick saying, shit, I don't have to go here. I want to go yeah. visit this place or that place, but also as well as it's like a fucking tourism fight. board. Charlie, the fight fucking choreography blew my mind. This is the type of flick where you're like, oh, and then you're like hitting the person next to you, but you don't really remember as Charlie's sitting to my right. Or to my left. Oh, either way, they're both getting it. Oh, did you guys see that? It was amazing. And in the theater, it's a community event. Yes. Right? It's a community event. Even so much as when you leave the theater, you're like, click clacking away. Oh, you got to see this. Did you check out that? I I, I mean, I, I think the, my reaction is clear. I do not think I could have loved this more. Not too many words to really have to worry about. I think Keanu said that there was like less than 380 uh, spoken words. That's fine. I'm like, that many? Will, that seems like a lot. I, I will bring this up, and then I do think we should move into the spoiler section. Um, I do think the couple of people out there who are like, John Wick's a bad actor. Be like, you don't understand a character who's now been around for a billion... That character does not need to bust out a Shakespearean sonnet. Motherfucker had one speech in four movies. And it was about his delightful puppy. Once again, Daisy, respect, and I love you, and I miss you. But, John, Daisy. nothing can contain me any longer, and we have to get to Cousin Paul's most recent comment to really go in. Sir, bring up the fucking spoiler warning! That is a red alert, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't want to be spoiled, shut your ears for about eight minutes. Word. John, Zip it. cousin Paul from Word. YouTube says, what about the amazing room to room top view fight scene? I've never seen that shit before. That there is a scene in John Wick amazing. where they, amazing. they literally on set just didn't build a roof. And they do a one take from what I can tell. They do a one take going through about nine rooms with about 50 victims and John Wick shooting. And I'm going to just real quick. Motherfucker shoots fire. He shot fire, John. It was fire. They set up 20 minutes prior dragon breath shotgun rounds. I don't know if they're real. I don't know if they're fake. I do know they are cinematic as fuck. I mean, we, we, we have them in Red Dead Redemption. So I'm going to say it's probably, probably, that's the other thing, Charlie. I would actually say for certain that they exist because one of the elements that this franchise has really kind of like leaned heavy on is that, yeah, granted, somebody probably can't get shot, I don't know, a hundred times with just a thin little 
a thin little suit, uh, a bulletproof suit. Uh, I, I'm afraid to uh, to uh, take you up on it. Um, however, other elements of the movie of the franchise really are so detail specific, so accurate to to real life that when crazy stuff is going on, and you see Keanu like ripping through the bad guys, and he shoots fifteen times. On camera, he's like, <laughs> drops the clip, pops in the fresh one, clocks it back, and, and goes back to work. Those are the top, the little type of details that if any kind of craziness even threatens to take you out of a moment, you're like, back in, you son of a bitch. I'm back in, just like my man Fry would say. Uh, Selective realism it's is the superpower of the John Wick franchise. No matter how crazy uh, they go, uh-oh. Finish your thought, finish your thought. No matter how crazy they go, they bring you right down to home when motherfucker gets thrown down 50 flights of stairs. You start now, falling, you are a snowball, John. I, I'll that say motherfucker this. Pulled, pulled fucking, uh, my name's John Wick and I like to party. That motherfucker fell and kept falling and I turned to you and I said, I'm ex- I, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stealing your thunder once again. You at one of point course. said, I'm fucking tired. He ran up so many steps, so many times. You went. There were, there were moments in this movie, and things that happened to John Wick, which <laughs> like any hack could have seen coming a mile away, and still collectively the theater was like, ah. Oh! And we saw this flick on opening night, uh, in a working class community. This was not a okay, folks. The movie starting. Let's be respectfully quiet type of audience. This was an audience who was like, ooh, oh, every shot, every punch, every kick, every stab was felt by the entire audience. And we reminded everyone sitting in a remotely closed area about it. But, Charlie, I'm going to refute your earlier point. And I will say it's not some bullshit that you were saying that is the superpower of the John Wick franchise. It's the doggos. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. This the movie gets its a- core the- audience. If, if, and again, we, we saw the flick out in Suffolk County, New York. If Brookhaven Shelter had, was really smart, they would have, they would have dolled up all of their uh, adoptable dogs that was currently in the kennel and trotted them down to the theater and just had a nice little gate in the area. As people walked out of the movie, like, I want that one. This little motherfucker looks like he could throw down. Charlie, the dog in this flick. He didn't belong to John Wick, um, though we did we did have a nice cameo before and after uh, of uh, of the pit. There's a flick that belongs. I forget his name. The the hunter. The, what's the character's name? He was um, the he was called the tracker, but referred to himself the as nobody. I was close. I was class. Damn close. close. But um, and, and which by the actor, way, he... brand new job for the universe. There are motherfuckers that are like, I'm not an assassin. I'm a tracker until motherfuckers worth a lot, bitch. But genius. don't get in my way. Um, so yeah. well done. His his dog. Remember that that Oscar nominated category that I had mentioned before. Add another one for uh, for non-human performances because this dog. Oh man, I wanted to hug this. If I wasn't pretty sure that he would just clamp down on my nether regions and get to work like we did on that giant tub of popcorn i would i would hug this stranger dog and not even ask permission 
Um, but I do want there. There's one thing that I, I think we we definitely don't want to end the uh, topic uh, without mentioning because uh, I we I think we both be angry. So we recently sadly lost uh, Lance Reddick, who has a very prominent role in the series uh, and and in this flick. Um, just an amazing, amazing performer. Most people will know if they if you don't know who I'm talking about from uh, from the John Wick franchise. Most people will probably know him from The Wire. Um, lost way, way too soon, and that was one of the moments where like it just happened. So the second that he popped up on screen, there was a collective, uh, you know, yeah. from the audience. And um, uh, but but you know again. It was the new for, for me, Charlie. I've loved all the John Wick movies. Flicks really is the better term for them. Uh, for what they are, they weren't pretending to be something else. They're like, This is here's some setup, and yeah. now we're gonna show you some amazing choreography and, and shooting and fighting. We're gonna show you all that shit, Charlie. The fucking new faces in this, my flick, god, they hit literally and figuratively <laughs> so fucking hard. Uh, and I this is a I, franchise I'll back to you. that walk, has walked the good people through the through the the newbies. Out of nowhere, this new character Harbinger shows up, who represents the high table, played by Clancy Motherfucking Brown. Those of you who watch the show week to week know I avoid trailers. That like can the be only one. Cl Clancy showed up, and I did one of these. No, like it felt <laughs> like a, a hat on a hat, gift wise. Um, For sure. Obviously, Bill Skarsgård, it himself, this motherfucker was one of my favorite movie villains ever, and all he did was be a douchebag for fucking three hours. This motherfucker is a cheap asshole. He's like, John Wick's a problem. Six million. Oh, I'm going to give you more. Six and a half million. Like, you cheap like, motherfucker. One of the he, people who sits at the high table. He could have been... He could have been working the, the counter at a pawn shop. He's like, mm, I'm only going to really get this out of it. I can maybe push to like 6.25. Charlie, for Motherfucker me, winds I up with like 20 million. You should have done that to start with, <laughs> dick. I, I literally almost fucking pissed my pants when Donnie, Donnie fucking Yen started doing Donnie Yen shit. Blind uh, again. Was, this motherfucker uh, doesn't need eyes to act. He's just always blind now. His performance in this flick, I would put Donnie Yen's performance in John Wick 4 up against, and I know I'm speaking Charlie's language here, uh, I would put his performance in this movie up against any uh, any Donnie Yen movies. Like, he's, he, was, he was amazing. He was as much of the star of this movie as Keanu Reeves. There is a scene where he uses, this I won't fully spoil, but he winds up using something specifically he brought from home for a blind guy to whoop ass. He was like, I brought accessories. And it was basically the equivalent of like throwing wind chimes everywhere. This as, motherfucker. As a daredevil fan as my brother is, I knew that shit was going to hit hard for Charlie. John also is maybe four minutes of screen time before I declared to myself, be like, I need Kane's background. Like I need his backstory. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, John Wick's going to fricassee this motherfucker. But John, well, there are so many characters in this franchise that are worthy of like a backstory. I mean, Lawrence Fishburne's Bowery King character, uh, Ian McShane's Winston character. Well, um, Ian McShane's character is getting a spinoff. They're doing a TV show based Rightfully around him so. getting the hotel. Then we also have the ballerina, which takes place between John Wick three and four. 
So our our oh. our it can it can be a surprising story because the problem is if you had John Wick pop up now, like we've seen the movie. So instead they do this little brief period where John Wick yeah. was like in rehab basically from getting his ass whooped in John Wick three. But John, let's not let's not only briefly mention it. Uh, the tracker played wonderfully by Shamir Anderson is another motherfucker I think they should give a movie to. Everybody, because I'm like Oprah. You get a movie. You get a movie. You get a movie. Well, he he would be really interesting. And they're like, fuck, what now? Like he literally was there in that window where he's, where he's at a point now where he needs to, uh, he needs to kind of reevaluate. You know, like I can imagine his dog, who's again just the the best, the best bite somebody in the balls that needs to get such a good boy. Dog. Um, he would have all the treats. Um, that's the type Including of character beer? I'm like, well, and yeah, sure. Um, but Charlie, um, and I, I, I often, if not always mispronounce this, uh, Hiroyuki Sanda, who, yes. this is one of those actors that everybody knows. You don't know his name most of the time, but the second you see him, you're like, Oh shit, my man, he was outstanding and had one of those type of moments. Um, he sets up his daughter who like she that that at that I mean she's an actress now but she was like a um she's like a a, a musical artist Rina yeah. uh, Sawayama Rina Swayana? Swayama? Uh, I think I was closer to Sawayama yes uh, but regardless it's it's you can imagine the spelling um she was great in this too and and uh, you know we'll keep some spoilers but like this yeah. is the time when when you see her exit stage left don't sleep on her she's coming back. She's coming back. Also, so that's also another as, avenue that they can take it down. John, one of the best, like, reveals, and I won't spoil it, but there is a scene where she goes from office to party mode, and everyone in the theater was like, yeah! Like, John, this is a movie to experience with, like, a crowd. Like, bring yeah. multiple friends, because you will be, by the end of it, I was like, let's beat the fuck out of anyone who's ever looked cross-eyed at a dog. <laughs> Like the Charlie was ready to throw with, down with a group of twelve year olds as oh, if the they whole had time, taken though. his Halloween candy. I'm like, yo, my man, relax. relax. I literally was like, they what'd you say about my dog, Jameson? Headbutt. <laughs> John, there is a scene with Tracker and his dog <laughs> where the entirety yeah. of this packed theater, we were in the cheap seats. That's how packed this place was. John, there was a scene the where someone misbehaves with trackers keep trackers dog's name out your motherfucking mouth because when this dog gets its revenge hundreds of people were like yeah it was Ooh, such a fucking monumentous occasion that dog had a rocky moment we're like yay he just like ended the cold war yes he forgave paulie like the whole night if i hearts. could bark and you could bark <laughs> Then we Look, all can bark. Nuts! We, nom, nom, we, nom, nom, we're, nom. we're up against the clock, and the, tr the truth of the matter is that at this point, I'm really just waiting for my girl Anna de Armas' uh, spinoff to drop. Uh, but it's not going to happen now, so we'll we'll move on. Final thoughts, Charlie, and then I'll, I'll wrap you up. Um, I, this is a franchise that's in that's in every argument category. It's it's in goat status. I think it's one of the best action films of all time i think visually it's fucking stunning i think the mood the atmosphere the choreography i think keanu's a badass and i think there should be a john wick spin-off film 
every single year. They should take two years off, start backfilling, and should be like, little teeny tiny, John Wick, dot dot, whatever the fuck. John Wick, dot dot, this dog now. I would watch little a movie Johnny about Wick in the Daisy. playground. <laughs> I would do a cartoon about Daisy as like, she's like a spawn, but from heaven. It's like little Daisy's beating ass, like killing demons Why does Daisy shit? have wings and green eyes? That's like a very odd combination. So hey, well man. said, Charlie. Well said. I agree with all of your uh, points. Um, I'll just really leave it at this is a movie. It knows what it is, right? The people involved with the flick know exactly what it is. It's not Shakespeare, but when these, when these performers, when they signed on the dotted line... They knew what they were signing for across the board, starting from Keanu Reeves, who I have the most respect for. He's the type of guy, he takes abuse all the time, but he knows what he is, just like this franchise knows what it is, and everyone who they've gotten on board at any given point in the franchise, uh, they were they were, they were were all in accord. Like, this is what we're going to make. We're going to make it to the best of our ability, and we're going to make the best version of of whatever you call this type of flick is, we're going to make the best one that you can imagine. And uh, this is, again, for Charlie Boy. You know, Charlie, I like to make you happy. When Charlie happy, everybody happy. It's true. Of the John Wick flicks that have come out, this is my favorite one. This is my favorite fucking one. And um, they just... I, I can't imagine, honestly, how they could have done it better, except for maybe not quite including so many dudes wearing my favorite form of hat. My newsy caps, so many newsy cap wearing motherfuckers went down like a bad fucking habit. I was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta find a new hat. He's really, he's really making a bad name. Uh, John, I got Irish good cabbie. news. I got good news. In uh, Ballerina, the the spinoff, those hats bulletproof. That's so now that's, you'll be able you like, good day, governor. Then bing, we're bing, bing, bing. <laughs> then we're we're back in again, guys. Uh, universally across the board. Both the Rivera brothers uh, are all for this flick. If you haven't seen it yet, shame on you. Go out, check it out. Pump up those theater numbers, and um, you will not be disappointed. If anybody tells you that John Wick is not an outstanding, if not the very best, action franchise out there, Charlie, you know what's coming. They are a daggone liar, just like George Toy Boy Lucas was a liar. When he said, what? Han. Han shot, shot first, baby. First. Baba Yaga tell you the truth. Clink, clink, Clink. salute. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Oh, birds. Ah, delicious. I was a little sudsy. I'll be honest. I got I to gotta check out the dishwasher. Oh, man. Coming in in the Zero Hour, Ellis Delicious. over on YouTube. This franchise is built on a movie. Ellis. This dog dies. I'll not watch any franchise. I go full Kevin Smith crybaby at Dog Movies. Ellis, I right promise you nothing it. else in this world. John Wick 4 gets such revenge for every dog that's ever been looked at cross-eyed. You will stand up, throw your pants away because they will be filled with goo. And oh. you will celebrate... Fully, and that's a promise. John! Just do us a favor, Ellis. Let us know what theater you're going to see that flick in, because I think we're going to have a universal universal boycott after your, your fucking showing. I disagree. I think they go fucking Gallagher with it. That'll sell extra tickets. The front row will have the sheets. 
It'll be a good time for all, baby. You're John sprays on. Oh, poor. Ella. Talking about good times for all. There is nothing Chucky love like a special. Right? It's been a long time since the Star Wars Christmas special broke our little hearts collectively. But Marvel specials are just the bee's knees. Werewolf by Night changed the game. Guardians of the Galaxy's Christmas special proved that it doesn't matter if you're a huge main screen, mainstream set of characters poised on the release of your third and apparently final installment you too can have a special but the rumors and innuendos are swirling over at marvel at what comes next and i want to talk about it with you beautiful monsters john i'm going to start so 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 strong out the gate rumor number one the best the the best uh unsung character in marvel history one might argue the sunglasses wearing man The guy with the worst debut costume since Vibe. We're talking Wonder Man getting a special to get him ready for fucking Secret Wars. We're going to get introduced to fucking Wonder Man. John, right out the gate, you see coming in two months, Wonder Man takes Manhattan. I don't know if they're all going to be holiday themed, but it could be a Thanksgiving special for all the fuck I care. Wonder Man, here's my two questions. What's his holiday? What's his holiday, and how excited would you be to see Wonder Man finally grace our, albeit small, screen? I like Wonder Man. I really do. Wonder Man is one of those. <laughs> what if that was characters? all you said? Like I like Wonder Man. Next. I'm like, no, that's fine. Do it. Next. <laughs> what else you got? Um, <laughs> they call him elevator pitches for a reason, bro. Once he gets to the lobby, it's over, son. It's over. Wrap right. it up, B. You're right. Um. So you know it's funny though, like not to uh, not to reroute uh, first one. I was under the impression maybe I was wrong. I, I thought Wonder Man was gonna be like a, a full on series. I didn't realize it was gonna be a special. Now, granted, when you say it out loud, yeah, no, that makes sense. Wonder Man definitely as a standalone works better as a special. One might argue, uh, um, uh, what's it? It's uh, um, Miss Marvel would have been better as a special also. Um, cause for me, didn't really work so well as a series. Like they left far too much runtime for me to get annoyed at the character, and I did. Uh, but yeah, I think Wonder Man as a special probably makes more sense. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he he's a great character, and especially with uh, Marvel kind of going the way that it is, I'll leave that as uh, as openly general as possible. Um. I think that he's like, this is the perfect time to introduce a character like that. Because he can literally do the look around like, what the fuck is going on here? No, this is how it is. So I like it. I like it a lot. Beautiful. Now, you bring up something very, very interesting. And I was hoping to get to it uh, at some point. And I'm glad we're able to get to it from the top. There's a big shakeup at Marvel right now. Uh, The rumor has it that there's some... The rumor is that they have all come to one agreement. And that agreement is they've mismanaged some of their properties as far as what gets a series, what gets a very limited series, what should be a special, what should be a movie. So Wonder Man was originally slated for a full two-hour feature. And what happened is in this current climate, what they're realizing pretty quickly is that there's a lot of nerds that are that are alpha level, like Charlie. 
There's a lot of people going, when does this take place? Is this happening before or after? How do you set that up very clearly? And what they've realized with the reworking of the Daredevil series, which they are gung-ho on, um, they keep adding episodes to Daredevil. Daredevil is rumored to be currently slated for 18 episodes that'll each run That's 30 amazing. to 60 minutes. Part of the That's reason like that they're opera. doing... Yeah, part of the reason that Daredevil's becoming such a longer runtime, very simply, is they had money to spare. When they started budgeting out what was supposed to be a 10-episode series, they suddenly realized they had more. And the question that became, well, do you have more story? Instead of stretching out the 10 they had, they have more shit to tell. So apparently, the Daredevil full series, which is going to fucking feel like old school, I'm watching every week for months? Yes, please. What happens in the Daredevil series allegedly is there's going to be there's going to be shit that happens during the blip, there's going to be shit that happens after the blip, and there's going to be shit that happens like Tuesday. And what they're able to do is fully explore this character and surrounding characters in a way that they couldn't otherwise. Now with that being said, right? Did did Wonder Man was it better served to bang out an hour Get everybody, like you always say, sometimes less is significantly more. I want to give a... F I don't give a fuck about Wonder Man, right? This is their opportunity, because they know they'll get me for an hour, to get me to go, I fucking love Wonder Man! Get me my Wonder well, Man under ruse! If if I if I may, Charlie, because you kind of touched on a, f a couple of good points. Yes, please, uh, I'm very excited. Went, went right past them. Um, so obviously, again, like you said, there's a bunch of shit going on at Marvel, at 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 uh in, in the Star Wars world also, so we we do know of course the Disney commonality between the two of them, um but yeah like Marvel for the longest time had full autonomy over what they were doing, and that was all well and good because it was success after success after success, record yes, breaker sir. after record breaker after record breaker. Now anyone could have come along and said that type of growth is not uh is not maintainable there is gonna be a dip ahead in the road and you can call it whatever you want you can call it superhero fatigue you can call it a uh, mismanagement of the of the uh, properties you can call it a side effect of having your characters being so kind of spread to the wind um whatever you call it it, it happened so ultimately, someone has to kind of have the... Someone's got to lose their head over it. We know where it happened over on Star Wars. And there's been some... Uh, there's been some, like, debate, like, oh, you didn't fire me, I quit. Like, uh, whatever, it doesn't make... Either way, you're holding a fucking a box with your, uh, with your belongings in it as you head out to the parking lot. So that's beside the point. But um, over, at, um, over at Marvel, it was um, uh, uh, Ike uh, Perlmutter. So you're talking about kind of like not just keeping uh, keeping the vehicle on the tracks. You're also talking about maintaining momentum. And you can put out like, I, I think of it, Charlie, like fucking Baskin Robbins. They come out with a new flavor and like this is the greatest, most amazing. This is chocolate chip doo-doo. It is, it'll blow your socks off. Everybody's going to love it. What's that now? Oh, no, 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 nobody liked it. Worst thing that they've ever tasted uh, they're not coming back to Baskin Robbins. That's the level of stuff that Marvel was kind of like staring down the bar barrel at, or is, I should say. Because um, there are those loyal devotees. You're like, look, 
even when you don't expect to enjoy something like yeah fine give me a give me a half pint of the chocolate chip doo-doo whatever uh like those people they're fine they're safe but ultimately um you're losing the casual folks and that's i think who they're trying to gain now one of the reasons why i think wonder uh, wonder man is a perfect vehicle for that is you can incorporate whoever the fuck else anybody else who you want to play and like you want to pull some guy out of the toy box something somebody might be itching for boom one demands your guy because you don't really have a rabid fan base who you're gonna upset if you don't like reference F, uh, issue 17 from yeah. 1984 like fine whatever whatever doesn't make a difference you could you have you want full autonomy wonder man's the type of character and obviously going to be the type of series that you can do it but we talked a lot about wonder Woman, wonder man right what else do you got what else do you got the other big news coming out of the fucking rumor mill is that the the plan series which is still apparently uh all guns a blazing because it's a little bit less expensive but the wakanda series is still coming to us but preceding that it looks like a koye is gonna get a special uh to keep nice. her kind of out of center stage of the Wakanda, now that she has a super suit that I think looks awful, so let's fix that shit. Um, I However, think giving a very comic accurate, very comic. Also, accurate. also accurate. Um, your statement as accurate as the goddamn costume. I just wish it didn't have a blue 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 mask because I fucking hate those. Um, only hers goes way longer. Um, Okoye getting a special. <laughs> John, you had me at special. One of the underlying truths, if it's on Disney fucking plus for free, if all I, I don't consider the payment, uh, because you make it, um, but also <laughs> as well as, Charlie, I was about uh, to, Charlie it, it's not for free, bro, <laughs> but I'm, my I'm HBO free. is free. That's <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm prepaying and I'm all the way in, but do I need two hours of Okoye. Do I even need two hours with the Royal Guard the way that, that that situation is currently unknown? What I do want is fucking Okoye fucking showing up looking just as super clean as me Ooh. and my brother as the one and only Joker yeah. Stream joins us Joker from the stream. Purple site. Uh, I think Twitch, if anyone... Indeed. Joker, you know we just anyone, got... Like, we we could have just got out of John Wick as extras. You know how we do, you know how we do you, son. If anyone can appreciate a little bit of cosplay, if anyone can enjoy a Koye's comic accurate suit, you know it's Joker Stream who brings you that gaming energy with cosplay. He got a sidekick. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out today. You never have to be apologizing for being late. Unlike you, Ellis, you show up on time and ready to go. Ellis, John. Ellis and Bats, they have something to say. Always, always, always. John, if there's nothing yeah. else to know about Okoye, one of the biggest badasses in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, how game are you? Is this something that the first night it's out, you're waiting till a California midnight to check it out, or are you going to give it to the weekend? How excited are you to see Okoye fuck some shit up? Yeah, so um, I, I think we, we, we touched on this coming out of um, the, the most recent Wakanda adventures. Um, I like Okoye better than most of the other characters uh, in Black Panther. Um, I was rooting for her hard to, to inherit the mantle. 
Um, clearly, she's more than worthy of it. Clearly, she's more than uh, capable of doing it. I mean, she could fight zombies. She could fight, like, interstellar uh, threats to the world. Um, she could fight superheroes, whomever. She don't give a fuck. However, uh, however, this is exactly the type of character-driven stories that a season of that would that would just be overkill and and it would be probably most unfortunate because i would spend most of my time just defending the character and not focusing on like well yeah that's it's like a little bit too exposed here right um she even had a couple of of moments in the movie uh in this past movie forever where i'm like ah, come on kid like what, what are you doing like the, you know someone's a great singer don't make them dance too so I, I love her. I love her and everything that she does. I think a special is exactly the right way to handle it. I really do. So, you know, there's... the. I, I think you bring up a lot of very good points. I also think... Often. I also think Marvel's in a very unique position to course correct in real time. So uh, a movie that did very, very well for Marvel, very well received... Uh, was Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The original plan was that Shang-Chi 2 was going to revolve around a fighting tournament, um, kind of connecting his sister, who's now in charge of the... the... Like, hopefully we get a fucking good version. <laughs> now, apparently they moved away from that because of, Shang, um, because of Kang's importance. So apparently Legend of the Ten Rings is going to have a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of a how's your father with uh, Kang in the lead up. Either there's going to be something about Kang's going to be in every or... damn thing. Yeah, and and again, I, I don't want to I don't want to leave it off the table, but we will actually wait. We're going to tease what we're going to start. Hopefully next week, we're going to start moving our kind of back and forth a little bit to in between sections. Yes, so yes. Ellis brought up a wonderful question. He wants to know our feelings on what's going on with the actor sure. who plays Kang. What we're going to do is once this segment wraps. We're going to give you a very a perfect, short preview. Yeah. That's a perfect uh, transition. We're going to give you a preview actually, yeah. of the kind of of the of the new new coming next week. So hang on tight Ellis, we're going to get to that. Uh, we'll even show that at the break a little bit of a teaser, but John Shang-Chi's Shang-Chi's badass sister now is rumored to be getting a special that is stealing the tournament gimmick. Apparently she's looking for a new number two, and that's the goal of the tournament. Now, the really exciting news, John, according to my independent sources called Twitter, <laughs> um, so you can't trust it because I ain't got any verified followers. Sure, no, it's perfect. Um, it's perfect. One of the big rumors is that that's the next time we're going to see Abomination as one of the tournament fighters. So a Mortal Kombat-esque oh, movie... I think that's a lock. Starring Shang-Chi's sister as the head of, like, the greatest crime syndicate in all of fucking history. John, what a perfect yes. way to further introduce Marvel characters that not only don't deserve a movie, they don't deserve a TV series, they don't deserve a special, but they would be wonderful for these big Avenger-type movies. Introduce Carly, them, let us fall in love. I, what do you think? I hate to be the guy that stays... <laughs> Pew, pew. I hate to be the guy that states the obvious, but I'm going to do it, right? Comic books don't give every damn character that they come up with their own title. That Not everybody gets a monthly, okay? So 
the fact that these stories derive from comic books, four color funnies, if you will, um, the same exact rules need to apply. I do want to say that I had a very difficult time keeping a straight face when you repeatedly referred to my man as Shang Cheese, like he was the new mascot running around at Chuck E. Cheese, like Shang Cheese is coming for you. Bring your birthday dollars over to Shang Cheese. You get a pie, ooh, and a fortune cookie. I was uh, saying Shang said, Chi, comma S, sir. Comma S. <laughs> Anyways, um, all I was hearing was saying Shang Chi. So I'm like, see, this is why Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to stay in Green Bay. This type of bullshit. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, no. I think that they're they're fully embracing their source material, not just in the ripping off of the original writers. But in the way the characters are handled, look, we refer to characters as like, there's like an A character, a B character. Iron Man was a C character until Favreau did what he did uh, with him. Um, yeah, that very much needs to apply. There are certain characters, Abomination would never get his own series, right? So you use them here and there. It doesn't make a difference who is playing them because the, the, at, the, at the end of the day, um, every main named actor that we have, is gonna is gonna have some part in either Marvel or DC fucking franchise, if not both. And we're yeah. rapidly approaching the point where like, oh no, I'm I'm here in Marvel, I'm this, in DC, I'm that. Uh, sometimes more than one character in each franchise. So that's the proper way to handle it, and that's comic book storytelling. We cannot pretend that we're so sophisticated and we're so like above uh, everything else that we're not just telling comic book stories. There, it's for a reason why these comic book stories are important because even adults sometimes forget the lessons that are told to children to make them a less shitty person. And and that that's my big fucking stamp on it. Like, there's a lot of doo doo people out there that need a little reminder. This is what good guys look like. This is what bad guys look like. Take notes, take notes. Yes, sir. Now that we, now that we test that, oh, oh shit, the Sarge is on deck. Look at this bitch. Normally we just salute. Just in time to hear his paid. So that's like this type of guy that puts on the channel just to watch his own commercial. What is up, SGT finesse the Sarge? Hope your stream Did went well. Did Sarge, Sarge learn nothing from Goodfellas? You watch your commercial, you're probably gonna oh, get yeah. got. In the third. I want my money today, Maury. Today, you have it. You get it. You got it, sweetheart. John, as we as we finish up this segment, which again is yeah, only let's grow please and grow. Uh, like week hour after three week. already. John, I'm absolutely fucking flummoxed by these fucking podcasts that have millions and millions of listeners, and they're millionaire comedians, and they're like, I sleep on a fucking mattress made of sea foam. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> Luckily for the people that you are nice sleep enough on to a mattress us, of lies. Yeah, you fucking jerks. Um, and that's why we always start off our ad the exact same way because we are not like other pods who sell out for any random brand that's willing to pay. No, no. Today we are once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands, and of course is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear them at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their acting, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances, including their tour of Japan coming shortly. But my favorite part is their entire discography is available across all music streaming 
services. Damn straight. Go to Japan if you can. Check them out. But the real question right now, while the man is in the house, where we dropping? With Sergeant Finesse. You can find him currently gaming uh, as a gaming partner for now on Facebook, but he is also as well as doing the thing on Kick, new uh, brand new platform that's just popping. Their uh, their uh, their app has dropped already uh, for iOS and soon coming to uh, the, the non-Apple products if anyone has those. Uh, but outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today because when the Sarge is on deck, oh, you gluck master flex. Oh, you salute. So anyways, Charlie, look. I think we all... I think you muted, pal. I think we all know I that both Marvel and DC... Uh, I want to say this kindly. They're... Um, they're resting on their laurels. Like let's let's just fucking put the truth out there. Uh, my poor boys, the original gangsters, the ones that said "peace, I'm out the door," folks over at Image, they're still trying desperately to get their second bite at the apple with a new Spawn flick. So they said, you know what? Since Hollywood is still a little bit too much of a nut to crack, let's go ahead and just keeping out, keeping putting out new dope content and that's what i want to talk about now charlie image comics has yet again yet again tickled the undercarriage with brand new content and i'm talking about issue one ooh, baby of ooh. dead romans now as you can see by this lovely apple product that i'm holding sarge um i read my my loose issues i read them on i read them digitally i don't want to have to wait uh, I want instant gratifications. That's what the ladies say, right? Oh, they don't. They don't say that. Uh oh, I have to go back to the drawing board yet again. I thought uh, they said those Vadanya. <laughs> they say that'll be two hundred. Um, what they, what they, what the good folks at the image do in giving us digital content immediately. To me, Charlie, it's um, it's more than just instant gratification. It's an instant decision of like, yes, I'm going to go ahead. And continue this. They even have the digital version of a pull list, just like your your local favorite comic shop. Now, so fucking do, awesome! When I find a comic that I'm all into, I will buy the Lucy's uh, digitally, and then I will go ahead and I will wait for that first collected edition to buy the paper version. And when you're ready to do so, you can. If you're in Jersey, you can go right over. Uh, to Jay and Silent Bob, Secret Stash, just the best damn comic. Uh, pretty relatively close to me. Um, but yeah, it's Charlie, far as I, fuck I, for I, me, and I still go. I mean, and that's that's the truth of matter. Joker, thanks for dropping in, brother. You're the best. Um, so so I had a signed look, lunchbox again, last time. <laughs> the man's out of control. Um, at this point, Kevin Smith is just tagging your shit. He's not the, he's not autographing stuff. He's like, fuck this kid, get out of here. Um, but yeah, so like, this is the, this is the stage that I really love when new, when new material goes out there, I get to read it without any baggage. That's so, uh, it's so, it's such a great feeling, Charlie. Oh, if I'm watching a show and there's a commercial and 
know, commercials do still exist for some of us, okay? Uh, if and a commercial pisses me off, it has now affected my viewership of whatever comes next. Like, that fucking Pantene commercial is going to bother me to the point where I'm missing plot points from whatever news show I'm trying to watch. Not so with my brand new digital conics. I get to read it. I don't have any hang-ups about... What came before? Meh, I don't pull a Charlie. This is not as good as this one, and and ruin my potential enjoyment. Or I do do that. <laughs> or do do, or freeze me up to be like this fucking sucks. What a waste of four bucks. And that has happened. Ellis might think that it doesn't happen that I like everything, but it's not true. No, no. Uh, I do indeed have my don't pull list or don't try to pull that shit on me again list. Uh, but this comic, again, bad example for you, Ellis, but this fucking comic, I really, really like. I want you guys to imagine uh, imagine when you were watching uh, Spartacus the first time. Maybe if you go back a little bit further, the Rome series um, over on HBO, one of the very first uh, binges that I really was able to put under my belt. Um, but just a fucking absolute awesome, awesome comic beautifully fucking illustrated um i had a little note for myself so again written by fred kennedy and artist nick marakovich might be fucking that up um marinkovich i'm gonna say uh so it's a historical fiction that they've put together um obviously again it just dropped this past wednesday it is charlie can attest to this because i said charlie this is what i'm talking about here and i shoved it under his fucking nose we were watching something uh, else and he was like read this I said, turn that shit off i pulled him off the toilet mike pay attention um beautifully beautifully illustrated this is the type of illustration which not that it's not that it looks like alex ross but it's Alex Rossian in the fact of like when Alex Ross illustrates something, he like, look, you've got me for this long. So you can really fucking get like 110 effort. That's what I feel I'm, I'm looking at in these pages. But I've said again, it a lot for every single, every single page, every single frame can be a hung work of art. Every, sure, there's not a sure. panel that can't be used as an art piece. And there's not another panel that's like half-assed. Like Correct. this was the type of thing that was blueprinted. I feel like this is the way that we want to tell this story. Um, but that being said, the art is absolutely beautiful. The the writing, the dialogue could be a script. Like this is the type of thing that could be adapted into something else. And if they deviated, I would be fucking furious because it is so good. And again, we're an issue in. Let's let's all keep our panties on. Um, an issue in. <laughs> Um, John had, had a great first hooked, date. Man. He got he got blown. He got laid, and she fucking worked his butthole. That this first issue Charlie. set up a world that almost is impossible Charlie. to keep up with. This is this is the version of Charlie you get when the episode runs over the 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 hour ten mark. <laughs> Charlie's just off the fucking me hook already. But again, this is not this is historical fiction, but it's set up in a world. That I fucking love so much. Like that sword and sorcery type shit. This is a non-superhero comic book. Right? And comic books have that ability to do things that other fucking formats can't really do. Right? You can look at a particular scene if it's in a flick or TV show. And like, I'm going to look at the table over there because the cup is hanging off the edge. Comic book will not let you do that. They say, this is what you need to pay attention to. It's direct storytelling. It works so fucking well. 
Um, and, and, and with everything that's going on, again, you're talking about Rome and their... You know what's a better a better analogy, Charlie? It's not an analogy, comparison. Um, it's like the beginning of Gladiator. Remember the beginning yes. of Gladiator? Fucking uh, Maximus and his boys, they are going uh, uh, like balls deep into uh, what is now Germany. That's the period of time that this is going to pick up from. So you have Rome, and they are penetrating, uh, without lubrication, Germany as it stands. And um, hilarity ensues. Just kidding. It is at its core really a, a relationship story. Yeah, you're going to have all the stuff that you've come to expect. Uh, um, you know, action and violence and blood and gore. Beauty. But again, it, it really is. Uh, it really is a relationship uh, it's a love story. You know, it's a love story. You're talking about guys. I'm not, I don't want to ruin it because this is, I already kind of know because I watched, I also read the preview pages for issue two. So I, I do kind of know where it's going. Um, but this is really like, this is a fish out of water. And that fish is like, mm, this water isn't so bad. I'm going to go ahead and try it on. Very Moses-ish, I guess is the yes. best way to put it. And uh, once you read it, you will get it. Uh, but Charlie, I'll throw it right back to you, man. How sure. do you feel? Obviously, about this particular comic, and and number ones in the true sense of the word, not like oh, uh, did you read Captain America number one? Which fucking one? My man has had two hundred and seven number one issues. What are you talking about? No, this is a real number one. How did you like it? And what do you think uh, about yeah, beginnings? I, I'm on record for for many things. One of those things is total bullshit, and that thing is that I don't like sword and sorcery. Because what it turns out is I love good sword and sorcery. And good sword and sorcery for your brother, for the co-host of this show, very simply is when the swords clash first. Once I'm invested into brutal violence, maybe a very little fucking, maybe a little smashing, then you could be like, here's a dragon. If you start with the dragon, eight out of ten times, I'm like, fuck that dragon and fuck you. So the fact that in issue one, so far no trouble is afoot in the weird, like, there's no wizard there's none of that no, bullshit going on where there's a hunchback it's, it's with a laser eye. Roman uh, shenanigans. But just like Conan before it, if you set awesome violence in any era, Chucky is all in. Now, when it comes to number ones, there is no greater joy in my life than seeing a cover, reading a synopsis, knowing that one of my favorite artists or colorists or pencilers or fucking writers have a new project that they're all fucking gassed up about. There's nothing more exciting than cracking that page open for the first time. The entire unknown. The same way I don't watch movie trailers, I don't read a ton of preview pages. I don't read an early synopsis. If it's a writer, artist, whomever that I love, I'm going, I'm going in blind for the first one. It's how I started my love affair with Painkiller Jane. I didn't know what the fuck that was about. I said, give me issue one. Let's fucking go. And what's great is a lot of times for me, it's like Painkiller Jane. These are people I trust already. Or someone like you brings me this badass fucking book and says, I love this. I think you might love it too. That's what I loved back in the day. Crumpled up copies of fucking Teen Titans that I fell in love with from the fucking beginning. Nothing better. Is that because also, I crumpled them like this? <coughs> you crumple something George Perez fucking created, I'll kill you. Uh, the no, other flip side, though, John, is knowing if I don't have to invest. I read a number one and it sucks. I've saved myself years, potentially, sure. of sure, disappointment. Of it's always a good thing, baby. 
Hell yeah. Now, one of the nice things uh, in particular about uh, storytelling, and that's that's whether you're talking about comics or whether you're talking about series or you're talking about flicks. If a flick comes out and they tell you, this is a trilogy, right? George Lucas, that lying son of a bitch, he's like, this is a, a trilogy. Nine uh, nine movies within that one, multiple series, fucking spin-offs. I'm like, a trilogy of what, my friend? Uh, of decades of my life? In any case, uh, when they tell you, look, this is the window that we have to tell you what we have to tell you, that even gets me a little bit more excited because in the same way, if you're, wap- if you're, if you're watching episodic uh, material and your favorite character is, like, is up to their knees in trouble and then you're like, uh-oh, this show ends in nine minutes. They better get out of this. Like, that's the way I feel with a, a limited series and that's what this is. Um, you know they need to get where they're going within a specific period of time, and that's precisely what this comic is. So much so, Charlie, that they've already announced the fucking release of the hardcover collected edition. Woo! So we are going to be ingesting all this fresh, fresh material that we already know we like, and we know that come November of this year, we are going to have the Dead Romans hardcover collected edition uh, again, this is going to be a limited series, so guys, guys, don't miss it. Uh, don't miss it. These are the type of things that when they come out, they come out like on a schedule, right? So like Image has already done their done their uh, their research. Like, okay, this is when we're going to drop it. This is what's happening around it, to the right and to the left of it, and it's important that we spit all this out. Not like back in the day, you had to wait for Image Comics. Um, they they were sometimes late by a full another month. And Charlie knows. Charlie's got a pull list like a fucking escort service in Las Vegas. Like, it is ridiculous. And Image used to be the very, very worst offenders. But the, that ship has sailed. Now they, um, if they tell you something's coming, again, also like an escort uh, in Las Vegas, it's coming. So cover your eyes and, and get the get the fucking mop, mop and glow ready. Um, it's just out fucking standing. Actually, yeah, Ellis, this is a dynamite. Uh, this is a dynamite comment. This is like a real uh, comic book nerd. Uh, Ellis dropping in. The art is a bit more Frank Frazetta than Alex Ross, and that's a cool thing. A hundred percent, I agree with you, Ellis. Uh, what I what I meant when I said that it was Alex Ross ish uh, is that like, look, this is the, the not the type of thing that's like particularly maintainable on the type of like a long run of fifty fucking it, even like the run that Daredevil's got going on with the crazy beard and like. Eh, my girlfriend's dressed up just like me. Is that cool or do I not like it? Um, like those are the type of runs you're like, fuck, man. That is, if it's gonna be maintainable, then you have to have multiple pencils and pens uh, at work here, and that's not the case here. So what I said, like Alex Ross, he said, okay, I'm gonna give you a, a, if I'm gonna give you a Fantastic Four book, you're like, I'm gonna get that book, and that is it. Like a Kingdom Come, like that's not gonna run uh, indefinitely. Yeah, it can't. As anyone who read The Kingdom. Uh, will fucking be the first to tell you. So I, I love when new properties pop out, especially from the houses that I very much uh, love and respect, like like fucking Image is, man. Image comes up with anything. Uh, I'm, I'm there for it. I'm at least going to say, okay, I'll try it. And not always do I like what I tried. I'm like, sometimes I spit it out. I'm like, okay, no, thank you. Good for you. You, you beat me for four bucks. I'll see you next time. But in this case, I'm fully fucking invested I've already pre-purchased issue two, and uh, I will be, digitally relax, um, and I will absolutely be buying the hardcover edition, the collected edition when it comes out to add to the 
Lovely. Collection. Let me ask you this, actually, John, real quick. If yeah. issue two stinks somehow, you've seen a third of it in previews. Let's say it, it tanks. Are you going yeah. to issue three just based on the quality of issue one? And then if issue well, follow-up question, answer that question first, then I have a follow-up. So issue two disappoints. What do you do about issue three? Yeah. But like, like as you said, I've already read the preview like four pages. Maybe more. Actually, there's a, there's a split page. Uh, six pages of the upcoming issue two, and I did not feel that way whatsoever. But if you get invested in a TV series and you hang around for like, on the next episode of Go Fuck Yourself, and you're like, where that? There's a dragon! I said I don't like dragons! Nope, I'm not watching! You don't do that. You don't do that. I would say if you got invested in a particular property, they have two stinkers before I shake off the hook. But as of right now, I am fucking on the hook. I'm fully invested. I'm going to see this through to the end. Who's she smashing? I don't know. What's Germany up to? You can't really trust them. Twice they've already showed us. Mm, it's a little sketchy. Maybe Rome should have done a little bit of a better job. Um, I don't disagree. But, uh, you know, I'm all for it, bro. I'm, I'm fucking all for it. I'm, That's beautiful. I'm fully, you know, I'm fully I, in. Uh, like John said, my pull list is pretty long, so I think I'm going to wait for that, uh, for that hardcover. Should John give it the the good old uh, classic go ahead because John doesn't really rank things but he absolutely lets me know if it's yeah. worth my time if not I'll just, just the iPad and I'll read the shit out of it thumbs up anyone if thumbs up is your default I'm taking a picture pose Ick. that's the equivalent of like I'm funny because I say puns it's not a good pose don't do thumbs up what are you doing to your life that's been five seconds of Unfucking requested opinion by John Rivera, CEO of U.S. Comics. You know anyway, what? Charlie, that's my truth. final thought, man. It. I'm I'm fucking all in for the series. I love historical fiction like this. Again, Spartacus, fucking uh, Gladiator, even stuff that is based on on real history. I love that you can follow up and be like, oh shit, did that really happen? Oh, did he really say that? Whatever the case might be, I love that whole Roman era. Um, just absolute dynamite. So I'm all in. By all means, you can buy my inevitable hard copy. Uh, and that's really my final thought. So, we ran a little bit late, guys. Thank you for hanging uh, sticking around with us. So, Charlie, I think at this point, really the only thing left to do is straighten our tie. Ooh, pop our fucking cuffs. And tell the good people what to do with a pencil. No, no, no. Tell them how we wrap up each and every daggone episode of UX Comics Cast. What you... Well, there's a few simple steps because first, you gotta turn the power on. Then you gotta turn that volume up. Then you gotta tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. See you, my space girl!
Like the rabbit? No, a hush, like a side table. Oh, well, it was pretty nice. asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your yeah. son, or you can die screaming alongside him! <laughs> 